we're in that spare room of that studio in this cramped space and we've got artists coming in and out of that room as well seeing what we're fucking doing this that bro we're trying to write while we're just fucking there's 20 other artists trying to write yelling this that out the side and shit bro yeah that was, yeah, a, yeah. Wild, that was a wild night crazy hey, listen to my listen to my track <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Culture Show. I am Nay6, here with the bro. Introduce yourself, Kazi. OB, let's go. Yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> How are you fucking feeling this morning, this afternoon, bro? I'm seedy oh, as fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty seedy, bro. It was, yeah, it was a rough night. It was a rough night, wasn't it? We were fucking celebrating Marshall Street's fifth birthday, fifth anniversary. Shout out, Marshall. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Marshall. But yeah, now nah, it was more of a fucking wedding than anything with the open bar and, <laughs> and whatnot. So they fucked us up a little bit here. That was a good night. <laughs> it was a crazy night, wasn't it? For real. We got a we got a sick guest on uh, today as well. Crazy guest. We're just waiting for him to pull up. So we just thought I'd fucking bit of a yarn with you before we're waiting for him and shit. Um, fuck, bro. What's been on in your week? What's been happening, lad? Fair bit, bro. To yeah. be honest, yeah, just working. You know the usual. We got show tomorrow. Yeah, up yeah. in Shepherd and yeah, fucking no. yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah, very busy, huh? You know, just usual yourself yeah, yeah man same shit just been working on this podcast been doing the edits the reels bro by the time this comes out we would have tonight the first ef- ever episode drops yeah culture finally yes, <laughs> 2023 you know what i mean bro yeah finally dead set dead set man but um yeah no nah, man fuck i'm so seedy hey yeah bro i, I keep trying to like convince myself like nah nah you're eats bar you're on the mic now you're eats but nah i'm really not <laughs> like uh. What uh, about that uh, that shit on social media with that uh, that girl getting like kidnapped and tortured? Did you see that? That that Rashina. R- oh, I don't know. Renisha. Yeah, was that the, the fourteen year old? Yeah, yeah. And she got crazy. she got invited over for a sleepover or something, yeah. and they tortured her, oh, bro. It's disgusting. Ain't it wild? Fourteen year olds, bro. I, I watched I watched the video of them doing it too, bro. It's all oh, over. Yeah. It's all over Reddit and shit, bro. Fucking wild, bro. Putrid, putrid as well, man. But she's she's got to come a quick. I'm, I, I watch a lot of shit on TikTok and um. There's people, they've had to leave their rental and she's the girl who did it is had to move back to New Zealand, like Fuck. forced to, and she's not even safe there, bro. They've, but they've left the rental. They had people throwing um, muzzle tops through their uh, windows and shit, bricks through their windows. It's it. And now um, they've left and they left everything there. There's people on TikTok going through their house and shit. They've left everything <laughs> there, bro. They just up and left, you know, oh. so... Crazy as fuck shit. Andrew Tate is free today, the yeah. Tate brothers. <laughs> fuck yeah, crazy shit, crazy shit. Man. It's been a big week, huh? It has been, a, bro. <laughs> fucking, and we were just talking about this the exact same day that, uh, how many years ago? Nineteen ninety nine, March thirty first, The Matrix came out. <laughs> March thirty first, two thousand and twenty three, Andrew Tate came out. <laughs> you, you hear me? Tell me about the coinc- the coincidence. That's it. Yeah, but man, where's our fucking? Where is our guest? <laughs> where is our guest? Um, yeah, bro. I'm trying to think. What else there is to talk about? I have, I have no brain right now. I have yeah. zero brain. We don't have a guest today. It's just me and you, Nate. So. Just us. It's just, <laughs> us. It's just an old boys episode. That's Irish. Let's go. Nah, man. Liam, Liam and his missus bought out the fucking beer bong last night. <laughs> that was wild. I felt like I was from the Nelk Boys. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. That was crazy as fuck. Um, what else happened last night? Let's just do a little recap while we're waiting for the guest. Fuck, oh, I don't know. It was a pretty big night. I, I was pretty drunk. Yeah, I got way too weak. Yeah. As usual. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. What did we, we do, bro? We fucking... Ray Pelka performed. He yeah. he was fired. Zoo James performed. He's sick. He's sick. we got to have him on the potty soon. We've got to like, 
that Z James kid is fucking crazy as shit. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna fucking message this motherfucker, bro. Um, this we're not cutting this part either. This is staying in, bro. <laughs> this is staying in. Um, 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 where is he? I'm gonna call him. Hold on, hold on. I'm calling you, bro. Yo, uh, uh, you're on speaker, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> we're just wondering where our guest is at. Uh, okay, okay, bet, 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 you're coming in? <laughs> 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 uh, I'll see you in a second. Yeah, okay. uh, like he's coming, he's coming, he's here, he's here, he's here. He's here. You don't even know who that was yet. I haven't said his name, have I? Yeah, no, nah, you don't even know who that was yet. He's not yet either. Do not walk in front of the camera guest. That door's just opened and you won't say who it is. Come in, bro. Just come in. Just come in. Yeah, just don't sit on the chair yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, we, I don't know, bro. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we bring him on? Oh, the Marshall recap from last night. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it on. All right. As per usual, we've got our little intros, bro. I'm fucking getting good at these things. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. I'm getting... I wrote this one dusty this morning as well, bro. <laughs> dusty. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today has to have one of the fastest growing careers in the Australian music scene I have ever witnessed. With only one and a half years into releasing music, he has already surpassed 85,000 streams on his latest release and boasting multiple other singles with five-digit streams next to them. He has already played on a lineup at a list of elite and iconic venues such as Sydney Music Maya Ball and is only going to keep coming forward. To tell us about that and more, it's our friend and your favourite artist, Yambra. Let's go, bro. What's goody, bro? Oh shit <laughs> We caught that in 4k Let's go <laughs> <laughs> He's our first guest to fall He's our first guest to fall <laughs> Fucking oath man Fucking oath What's Welcome happening bro. homie? Welcome yeah, bro. What's doing what's doing boys It's How good to we? finally get you on bro It's good to finally get you on man Excited Quite yes, excited sir. Yes sir We've been, we've been trying for a, for a hot minute To get you on bro But you're a fucking busy person these days bro yeah, uh, Fucking <laughs> Hard to get you booked lad You know no, I just don't drive in peak hour. He's not. He bro, tell Joe Rogan he's not coming on the podcast if it's peak hour. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Let's let's um, bro. There's a lot to touch on. There's a shitload to touch on. As I was saying to you earlier, like most people know we're all homies and shit. We're out together all the time. People know this. So most of the shit we're asking today is for the audience, of course, to know and stuff, bro. So I'll take it as we do with most people, bro. I'll take it back to the start, man. Like, where'd you go up? Grew up in uh, Central Victoria, Castlemaine, Bendigo, and uh, then moved to Melbourne and lived in Reservoir. What, uh, what, age, was, what age was this where you moved up to Melbourne? Uh, four, five? Oh, probably five, I think. Yeah, yeah. five, six. Oh, five so or six, young, yeah, so yeah, yeah actually five, six, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of, you, you sort of started school and when you first started making friends, it was it was down in the north up yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 six, six. And, and, um... Leading on that, what was the the background growing up like in terms of, of the music that was being played around the house from your parents and shit? And, and uh, it was all up on? 90s R&B, hip-hop, Sick. all we ever listened to. Yeah. Like, being a young kid, mum would be chucking on tunes and while we're doing chores around the house or yeah. cleaning up the backyard yeah. and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blaring from the speakers, yeah, yeah. Very musical family or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My sisters and my mum, they can all sing pretty well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Have they, I know, and we'll touch on that a little bit if you want to later, but I know I know your ma uh, is really good and does events and stuff like that. Would they, because you said they're good singers as well, did they ever pursue 
anything like that with their voices as well or nah nah, nah. nothing nah yeah, bro, the only one. yeah bro yeah <laughs> quite a musical family though just yeah yep 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 100% bro 100% so when when do you think for for you it started it started in the aspect of so you're growing up you know mum's chucking on 90s R&B and hip hop around the house while you while you're cleaning up doing your chores you just hanging being family you know what i mean yeah yeah when when do you think that sort of transpired into all right let me have a let me have a suss at writing and let me let me have a crack Talk um, about that a little bit, bro. i think when i was younger i used to we used to have these uh barbecues and stuff like on a friday night and yeah, have yeah. some family come around or even just our immediate family you know i've got a big mob of family yes sir yes sir um so we'd have our own little versions of uh, Australian Idol. Yes, that's why. And yes. so while everyone's eating and that, you know, for that week prior, I'd be sitting there and, um, you know, because sometimes we didn't have internet. Yeah. So I'd be sitting there listening off my phone or off whatever I could of like a Chris Brown track with you. Yes. And I'd sit down yeah. and re- repeat the song 10 hundred times, write down all the lyrics in a little notepad rehearse the shit out of yeah. it bro <laughs> and then yes. friday night comes bro and i'm out there I'm just breezy. pumping that shit <laughs> in front of the family i am chris breezy for that night bro. yeah i'm trying to get I three yeses <laughs> yes you have the x factor now 100 percent, bro so it was, so you definitely had that that dream of being a performer and an artist and that drive was obviously there there from a young age do you know do you know what what sort of made you realize that this is what you want to do or would you think it was that because you're a child and you're like this is m- my dream you know what, what i mean influences like who was your biggest influence that made you kind of think Ooh. this is what i want to do bro like like honestly like with my like honest don't have any don't have any influences Nah, there's like there's not anyone that i've really looked up to in terms of music right, honestly right. like even even I outside of music do you have any do you think there's any influences that sort of that Steered me that way. Mm. Um, obviously, my family, my mum and that from, yep. you know, those times singing and uh, those sort of, you know, creative space that we had at home even. Um, one of the homies, Cam Camino, oh, he's, one of, he's, he's definitely talented. one of the people that sort yeah. of pushed me in that direction because he's seen that I sort of, you know, had this little ember growing yep. inside of me yep, yep, in lockdown, you know. Then. So yeah, I used to whip over there in lockdown yes, yep, yep, over yep. to uh, Glen Iris and, yeah, he, he's a producer – and um, one of the most five fucking incredible, bro. Yeah. Straight out, just yeah. incredible. Um, and yeah, we'll just sit there, listen to music, um, and then just start writing. Yes. And that's sort of what how that started. And then I linked with you, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, another reason, you know, we made that track in one night, and it all transpired very naturally. Huh? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sort of lockdown's brewing. I'm guessing you're sort of in a weird, wacky space, like everyone was mm, during yeah. lockdown, and so you kind of like. Kind of like, fuck it, let me finally give this a crack. You're going over to homie Cam's house, you know what I mean? And it's yeah, all, yeah. And you're starting to build these plans in your head every night as you're going home, I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then obviously, bro, we've got to talk about that the infamous night that, yeah. that, started, <laughs> that started this whole thing we've been doing together for almost yeah. two years now of storming, you know what I mean, bro? Let's your first single, let's let's talk on that a little bit, bro. The, and, and what kind of led to that and, and obviously I know most of us were there and shouldn't know the story but just for the people at home because it was your first single and it was only a year and a half ago man you know so yeah, it's think, uh, yeah it's like it maybe maybe a little bit more than that now but like yeah, yeah 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 bro it's like it's crazy how far it's come from from as I said it transpired so naturally bro you were not to yarn about it too too much on the same question but you were as I said you were you know going over to homie Cam's house and sorting it all out and realizing it's what you want to do and then it naturally transpired to we didn't plan to, nah. to write storming you know and for context for people at home 
I'll let you tell the story. But essentially, I'd only known homie for like, what, two months, three months at this yeah, point, yeah. something like that. I only met a couple of times before uh, that. We, exactly. Think, yeah, we only yeah. met a couple of times prior. And I was, uh, was house-sitting a, a studio at the time. Um, and Yamba came around uh, for a couple of drinks and stuff at the, sh- at the studio that I was house-sitting. And then I think we were just drunk as fuck in the studio, bro. And I didn't know how to engineer, so we couldn't use none of the equipment. But we just sat there and we fucking we just wrote storming, innit? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what he I mean? was going through a beat pack. Yeah, it's quite shout out to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, he got to like the third track and I was like, yeah, that one. Yeah, and then yeah, I, I was like, let's go. We were like, let's go in the room. And so we sat in the room within like I don't know twenty minutes. The hook was written. Yeah, bro. And yeah. then we started, yeah, just helping each other write our verses for it. And it's it's like to set the scene for y'all at home, man. It's like maybe at the time in that house, Ishquan had a session on in the studio. It's like 20 artists in that house, bro. This yeah, yeah, yeah. And me, me, shout out Phoenix, me, Phoenix, and Yambra, we're in this fucking, we're in the, the spare room of that studio, bro. You remember, you know the studio I'm talking about. We're in that spare room of that studio in this cramped space, and we've got artists coming in and out of that room as well, seeing what we're fucking doing, this, that, bro. We're trying to write while we're just fucking, there's 20 other artists trying to write, yelling this, that, out the side and shit, bro. Yeah, that was yeah, a wild, yeah. That was a wild night. Crazy. Hey, listen to my, listen to my track. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't even, bro, I can't even remember what happened, bro. Do you remember? Let's talk about it. So when, when we made, when we made Storming, bro, what was your, well, because that being your first single and it's like, you finally got it out of the way. You finally recorded your first single. Mm. What was the headspace now? Because you've gone from doing the cam thing to where that was the brewing to now you finally created your first single in the studio, wrote it, created it, recorded yeah, yeah. it. What's, what's, what's the mindset then? Where, you, where were you looking at, at taking it there? Um... I suppose I was still on a journey of finding my sound. Yeah. You know, because that was sort of just like, you know, uh, when you start anything, that's like that entry level. Um, So, yeah, I was on a journey to finding my own sound and then, you know, back to the homie Cam Camino. um, Yeah, you know, he was giving me all 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 the little rules and notes and, you know, keys. Yeah. You know, he was talking to me about how, you know, uh, all of the copyrights and every every mortal background thing, you know, and he yep. was just given as much as he could, you know, to help me. Or how, yeah, yeah, yep. just the ins and outs of, you kinda know, how to even just get your music onto Spotify. Kind of, he was the sorcerer you, know what I mean? you were the apprentice. Type of yeah, yeah, no, yep. for real. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, yep. yeah. I'm with you. So uh, big love, big love for him. Um, And then, yeah, sort of just going forward and released by my side. And, you know, when I started hearing those little guitar licks and, well, no, I, I think that R&B feel was yeah. just like, you know, yeah. something new, different. I haven't heard anyone, you know, anyone else really do it. And then, yeah, it sort of just fell more into my own style. Well, that's the thing that's so interesting because you found it really quick. You know mm. what I mean? Like I was I was making music for eight years, bro, and I'm still switching sounds every track. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Bro, you found your sound very quick. And it was cool, man. It was really cool to watch because we did Storming. We dropped Storming and people were like, Okay, cool. Yeah, Amber's got a little something because that was your first yeah, first yeah. little introduction. People like yeah, Amber's got a little something. Got a couple of players on Triple J, and people like cool, cool. That's a cool debut. Do you know what I mean? And then, as you said, you put out by my side and started really giving people a taste of that those guitar strings and that melodic voice yeah, and, and yeah. the R and B and and that nineties R and B. I don't want to say influence because you said you weren't influenced by any particular artist, but it's a little bit nostalgic. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly what it is. It's nostalgic. You know what I mean? But it was it was cool to watch, bro. Because I said in the intro that like one of the fastest growing careers at the moment I've seen in Oz music because it's 
you dropped the first song and people didn't even know if that was your sound yet. That was the sound I was doing at the moment, which is why it worked so well when we wrote it because we wrote that from what we know. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because yeah. you hadn't worked at your sound. And it worked. It, it fucking, it did well. But it really, it really kind of made the factor of, okay, this is the Amber after By My Side and stuff like that, bro. So kind of leading on that, leading on that, where do you think that comes from, bro? From... I know you said it's nostalgic, and I know you said you grew up on that type of music and that type of influence. I guess, mm. but where do you, is that just what hit you the most? That's just what you felt uh, related to you the most is that genre of music. Or? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, I started trying to write. You know, I started writing poetry when I was seventeen. Yep, and that sort of went into more poetic rap expressions, and then I was trying to write rap, but it just wasn't it. What was it? Wasn't it, bro? Your uh, Facebook videos <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. I was like yeah. singing my own little hooks and whatnot, and then doing a little rap verse and whatever. But it just the rapping wasn't really it. But even let's get into that, bro, because that's even interesting as fuck. Like, and that was that when you go back and watch that, it's very deep and it's very raw. Whereas your music mm. now, that, and if you listen to it, it's storytelling, like uh, especially like burn and stuff. Mm. But it's majority of it's love stories and stuff. So there's a big uh, change in the topic. So. When you started poetry at 16, 17, like you were saying, did that, did you, what kind of influence in you into wanting to start that? Did that come from uh, sort of stuff you were going through and it was helping you through that? Talk on that a little bit, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. It wasn't, I, I don't think there was anything that necessarily triggered poetry for yeah. me. I think it just sort of happened and it was a way to cope with like at the time, you know, dealing with like my first like heartbreak sort of thing, Yeah. you know, and then writing poetry was just a thing. A, a way for me to, you know, vent yeah. to myself. Of course, of course. Um, and then, yeah, that that's just transformed, transformed until, you know, I started releasing little videos of, like, half-written songs on Facebook. Yeah, yep, yep. And whatnot. And then, yeah. Yeah, fucking oath, bro, <laughs> fucking oath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you started releasing videos on Facebook and stuff, bro, what was the reaction like there? Was that enough to be like, oh, this is something I, I think I'm going to, you know what I mean? A couple of them, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah There's yeah. a few that I was just like, all right, yeah, <laughs> a little yeah. bit of clout, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even them clout tokens, yes, sir. Yes, sir, 100%, man. Man, something, do, do you got anything to touch on? I just want to make sure I wasn't fucking, I have the habit, bro. Hugging the mic, I lad. Do Donny, I do watch Donny all the time, bro. Shout out Donny. He's, we, we are missing him today, by the way. He's he's had a, a hell of fucking, I was called busy night. He was working till like six in the morning. Got bopped in the nose this morning as well, bro. Fucking, he's had a rough one. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, he's had a rough one. Um, but you know, shout out Donny. But I've I've got a bro. I've got a habit with this shit because we've just started. Yeah, I've got yeah. a, I've got a habit of just fucking talking and not looking around <laughs> to see if any. It's not just when the mics on, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You just you, <laughs> when you're looking at the footage later, you see Liam keep trying to. <laughs> bro, no, not even that. Like Donny straight up called me out on it after the last episode. He's like, "Bro, you can talk." He's like, "I couldn't get a word in." Yeah, even yeah, the Danny yeah. episode because that guy talks like a motherfucker too. You know what I mean? So me and him, it's the whole episode, man. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, bro, I wanna, I wanna touch on, um, on what you're starting to do at the moment, bro. In mm. terms of what's, what's, what are you planning, planning to do next? It's a new year. I know you've dropped, you've dropped one single this year yep. so far, right? I know you've just dropped an uh, open verse challenge, which people would know about by the time this comes out because it's been out anyway and yeah. stuff. Um, so when does when are you thinking of, of, if you can give us a rough estimate, will it be out by the time this comes out, you reckon? or? Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah? Still trying to find a good drill rapper or someone to spit oh, a verse on it. But yep. the thing is, like, you know, 
if I can't find anyone, then I'm just gonna have to do it. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably do a better job anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just give. I'm just trying to give an opportunity for someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give y'all. Nah, I'm, I'm just letting you in before I blow up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but however, however, you have to be good already. Hundred yeah. percent, bro. So what's man? That's gonna be a crazy fucking a crazy mix up too. That yeah, R&B. it already is because you've already got that R and B voice on like the drill type fucking beat, bro. So yeah, yeah. Be going nuts. You know what I mean, man. Different. Yeah. Very different. Very different. A lot of people have come up to me even last night at the Marshall party and stuff. Were coming up to me and saying it was crazy to hear you on a drill beat. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we we're just talking about, you very quickly made Yamba sound an image. Those acoustic strings and, mm. and this and that. So to hear you on some shit where you could be like, "Whoa, dude!" You know, it's yeah, like festival yeah. music, bro. Where you can get the crowd g'd the fuck up. It's it's a cool change, you know. Yeah, we, we. And, it, and and you show you show them. Okay, I can do this. Now let's see. Now you guys can see I can do this too. Yeah, yeah. But I need someone who already does this to come on and do this with me. It's also a form of paying homage, I guess, too, because you're going into someone into yeah, another genre. genre. I'm Let's get someone over from a that bit. genre on it. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm with you. But I'm I think there's like little complications with that, you know. Like, you know, if, say if I had the coin to say get Lizzie or someone to jump on it. Yeah. Um, you know, he's up in like Brisbane, bro. You know, so like if I'm doing a, sh- a festival down in Vic. It's like, well, then I don't have my feature. Yeah. And I'm like, what are I going to do? Spit his verse? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I it's one that. of those things that I've like been tossing and turning about. It's just like whether I just body the, the next verse myself and like keep that energy and keep it up where I need it for the track and have that mad atmospheric live set yeah. for that song or, you know, take the chance of maybe getting an artist to be able to come play that track every so often when it's getting put on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, th- well, that's where I guess, that's why I guess you run into small issues when it comes to features from interstate or from a different country. You know what I mean? Mm. Because it's like a lot of the, a lot of the bigger artists are, are out, of, are out of our state and are in another country. And so it's kind of like these guys are, most of them are open to work and stuff. But as you said, you do run into that issue. And it's kind of like most of these guys will come down to play you're gonna have to cop their flights. Yeah, yeah, bro. Their, their, their accommodation. accommodation. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I want to run on that though, bro. How? What's your thoughts, bro, on artists charging for features? Because I know that's a very, especially in the underground, that's a very touchy, touchy subject, bro. Some people are with it, hundred percent. Some people are uh, kind of like, you have no value, so there's no. I just want to work with you. There's no reason for me to pay to work with you, though. Like, yeah, yeah. This that. Like some people think. Some people think that it's arrogant. I personally believe. I personally believe it shows that you know your your self value. Yeah. I when I was making music, bro, I was charging for features and stuff like that. I know you charge for features, etc. Mm. Um, and, and whatnot. But I know there is a big fucking party of people, pool of artists in this industry that think it is very arrogant to charge for a feature, especially if it's not going to be bringing the views or something that a big feature would. But with that being said, we're not charging thirty, forty, fifty racks. For yeah, 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 yeah. We're charging the fee to pay the studio studio time, time to record it yeah so you so you're 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 still paying for your song you're yeah, just paying yeah, for yeah. me to hop on your song you know what i mean and you're paying for the utilities for me to do that for you yeah yeah so what what are your thoughts on on that bro um look like honestly i like i get people asking to, to like do a track all the time you're like straight out and i just thought i was just like you know like no nah, i'm not doing features because um regardless like if if someone that i don't think track uh, i think their track is up to quality of where yeah. i'm at and like my capabilities as an artist and what i can bring to that yeah. then they could 
they could be like, bro, I'll give you five grand. I'm still going to turn it down because I don't want my name attached to something that's going to be, you know, you are, poor quality. And you are the first artist I've met in this industry to back that up too, bro, because I've, you have no features. The only features mm. you have out is literally me, bro. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. not, but that's, that's, that's all by choice because I've seen the amount of people who message you for features and you are the pickiest artist I've met in my life. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing, bro. Bro, bro like, I'm broke as shit, by the way. So literally, I'll still turn still, them down right now. Yeah, bro, it's fucked. I will take, for every for every five features I say yes to, he said no to 10 of them. Like, it's the, it's the best way to put it. You know what I mean, bro? For every, like, bag I've made, he's turned down seven bags. You know what I mean, bro? Like, like it's just as easy as it is. But, but it's that really massive aspect, in my opinion, bro, is there is no one here... With that soft guitar string, mm. uh, R and B melodic like sounds, you know what I mean? Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. has it, and it and it coincides with hip hop so massively, and it always has. As you said, the music you grew up on, bro, was uh, '90s hip hop and '90s R and B. They coincide so fuck. Is that the right word? Co- coincide? Yeah, 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 yeah. So so fucking well, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's and there's no one, no one really. Not really. I think there's maybe on. one <clears throat> person who I would. Or give like pay homage to a um, massive fan of the music, which would be Filler. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, he's sort of on that same vibe, but even you know, when you talk about instrumentals in comparison, completely opposite, opposite, bro. But, opposite ends. But in terms of like you know, l- lyrically or like you know, from singing and sing rap, he's probably the only other person that I know in yeah, sort of Australia I'll probably that you. does that. I agree with that, but I also have a little bit of, of pushback on that because mm. yes, yes, you're correct. He he does do it and he can do it, but he can also do everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And he does release everything else where you've made it very clear from the start. Yo, what's good? My name's Yamba. This is this my is sound. Do, yeah. You know what I mean, bro? And obviously you do you do mix it up and you jump on drill when you need to. Put your fucking phone on silent. What are you doing, cunt? Obviously you need to fuck it. <laughs> that was our cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fuck, I've lost my train of thought. What was I saying there? Oh, bro. Can't remember. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I love this shit. This is fucking over. This is natural. Um, nah, yeah. Basically, why do you think, bro, why do you think you're such a sort after artist when it comes to features? What's your honest opinion on that? Um, you know what? I don't, I wouldn't go as far as saying like sort after. Like, I mean, just more in terms of the fact of like artists who are now entering the game as it is in Melbourne or yeah, for me in Melbourne, um, they're, you know, they, when you have that connection with them outside of music before, you know, they were starting to release tracks or whatever and they start getting in, of course they want to get you on a feature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And those are, those are those sort of difficult, difficult conversations you have to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you'll have homies like, Oh, Oh, let's jump on a track together. You know, I need you. I want to, you know, I need to do this. And it's like, I got the most love for them. But at the same time, it was like where I'm at, I'm not saying that I'm better than you, but where I'm at and how, how much time I've put in already, it's just on a different level. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and it's, and it's even hundred percent. And even running on that man, it's like, uh, all artists, especially independent artists, you're your own business and you're running. Your yeah, own yeah, exactly. You move accordingly. And, and man, say, Say you run a fucking cafe, right? You're not gonna go. You're not gonna fucking and and you've say you run a cafe and it gets really successful in two years because you stopped using sh- these shit coffee beans you were getting. Once you get successful, you're not gonna go back to those shit coffee beans. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. best way to put it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, bro? Like it's running the business and it's and it's sometimes it's savage and it hurts because these people 
can be your friend sometimes. And they think that because you're in a position to where you've gained this talent, you've put in your hours, and you're now a recording artist, you know what you're doing. Some of these guys, they don't put in that full seriousness, and they think, oh, he has, though. So let me get that off him. Let me get a feature of him. And then people are going to be looking at me the same because mm. otherwise he wouldn't hop on anyway. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, bro? Which is a position you're, you've put yourself in slowly as well. And it's only going to get bigger as you're, you get Oh, 100%. Because of, because of the fact that you don't just hop on anything, when you do hop on things, it's your value is going to be huge for your feature, right? Because it's going to be massive because Khan's going to be like, this guy don't do features. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're going to be J. Cole for the first four years of his career and <laughs> hop on nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. the moment he did 500K feature rate, you know what I mean, bro? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's insane. Or it's nothing It's nothing at all. You just fuck with the like the ones you love, you know what I mean, bro? And, and do that yeah. shit. If it's and that's the thing though, bro. Like you can, you know, I could be that artist who's like, Oh yeah, we'll do a track. I'll, I'll do a feature for you. I'll do a feature for you. We'll jump on a track. Let's jam. We'll do. A, we'll put a track out, and it's just like, all right. Well, now I've got yeah, I've got eight, nine tracks out in two months. Yeah, with a bunch of different people. But w at what quality are exactly. those tracks? 100%. We can get them recorded professionally, mix mastered. But what quality are they at? Because it literally comes down to the person that is on the track exactly. with you, you know what I and mean? It, and even saying that, bro, it makes me realise it, it even comes down to the artist. Because I know... Yeah, it does. I know artists over in the States who are making 30k a month because they've dropped 13 albums in the one year. Mm. And they've put they've put quantity over quality. Yeah, and it's yeah. not doing major shit, but they're making like 30k a month from streams because they're independent and that's 30, yeah, <laughs> 30 yeah, yeah. EPs. You know what I mean? But it's not... It's not great music. It's not music that's going to stick. It's just mm. making money. You know what I mean? But that's 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 the difference. And that's the difference between the type of artists as well. It's here for the long run and it's here to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You, I've always said this from day dot. If you get into the artist industry and, and the music industry is an artist and you're, you're only in it for the money and the fame and you want that in your work, your ass off, you're going to get that. But once you get it, you're done. You're done. It's over. You don't go nowhere from there. But if you're in this industry every day to become a better writer every day, to become a fucking better performer every day, a better everything every day, you have a lifelong career, my brother. Mm. You know what I mean, bro? It's it's completely different breeds of artists in those two aspects, man. And we see them both every day. You know what I mean? And you even spot you even spot them out from a mile away every fucking day. Oh, bro, and you can hear it in people's albums. Mm -hmm. You know, when they're coming up before they get signed to like Warner or where or whatever they're getting signed to, just how hungry they were and how, you know, you listen to those albums, you're like, this is just absolute fire. Mm -hmm. And then they get signed or whatever, they drop a few good singles and then all of a sudden like, what are they doing? Bro. You know what I mean? You, you see it all the time. They just, they're grining, they're hungry. And then once they get the ball, they don't know what to do with it. They drop it. They yeah. Drop you know, it, what, you I know mean? what I mean? Yeah. A hundred percent, man. And it's, and it's crazy too, which is why I was always like against the label thing and stuff too, because you see it makes a lot of people lose motivation because they think a lot of artists seem to think once you sign to a label, you've made it. Nah, that's nah. that's when you need to start working the hardest because if you don't, they're just going to shelf you and you're still stuck in that three, four-year contract so you can't put no music out. <laughs> and you know what I mean, bro? You like, make no money, bro. You also make no money because you've blown through your fucking advance because you think you've made it. You know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. think that money's going to come back, but it's not. If uh, you get a million-dollar deal... You're, you're paying really, off the label. <laughs> exactly, bro. Even that, if you get a million-dollar deal, one, you're actually walking away with 350K in your bank account after taxes. Mm. Number two, you've got to recoup that whole amount. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a, it's not a payment. You're not getting paid from them it's an advance it's a loan at the end of the day you have to pay that back with your records with your albums with yeah yeah do you know what i mean and a lot of labels are shady a lot of labels will tell you you haven't recouped when you've recouped two years ago this hat you know what i mean so yeah yeah it's 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 a wild thing oh that's all right though bro i see so many people in like 
just on Instagram and stuff, they just like sign into these little indie ass labels. Like, yeah. some bar managers thought it was a good <laughs> idea to start managing artists. No shots, bro. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro. Just like straight out, and they're just like, they got them in their, their bio, like management or whatever. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. like, bro, I know the bar that that cunt runs. <laughs> bro, shout out, actually, bro, I'm just saying that. Shout out Frosty. Frosty put up a, a, a post the other day, yeah. right? Which I, I'm pretty sure I messaged you about because I, th- I found it funny. He put up in his story, he's like, some of you rappers are playing role play with your managers, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Oh, God. What, how do you feel about management in the industry, bro? Especially artists at, I guess, your level and, and artists like that, like we see level. Because I know you yourself, you actually have official proper management. Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. If you want to touch on, on that and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's, as someone who has a manager, do you think it's something that is, is needed or is it just beneficial at this um, stage? I think maybe if you're from... Uh, you know, someone who is well off, then you can do all the jobs yourself. Yep. Because money yep. talks. Yep, yep, yep. But you know, in terms of management, they're filling so many different roles that you had to do yourself, yeah. especially when you're working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Your manager, you know, nine times out of ten, that is their nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So having that availability. Um, to go back and forth with your manager, to handle your emails, to respond to business inquiries, to, you know what I mean, formulate your writers, create your website, mm. all your links, etc. That sort of stuff is just invaluable. Very you know what I mean? As well. Oh, just yeah. takes off so much, bro. Yeah. Of course, of course. But do you think, like, obviously very, very valuable and takes a lot of time, but do you think as an, uh, as an artist who's not really making any noise yet, not doing nothing... Do you think, and, and say a manager approaches them and wants to manage them, do you think it's worth them giving up that cut at that stage? Or do you think they should sort of wait till they're making a little bit more noise so there's an r- actual reason and there's actually something for the manager to mm. do? You know what I mean? I think I think it just comes down to, I suppose, instinct. And yeah, your intuition, bro. Like, you, yeah. your intuition... Unless it's trash, but <laughs> usually, yeah. you know, your intuition is what's going to like guide you to make the right decision. You know, yep. you're going to be the only person who's going to know whether it's time to take up this offer yep. or if it's, you know, now nah, wait. You know what I mean? There's been times where I've had, you know, good offers come up or whatever, but I just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do the right it. Time. I'm not yeah, going to do yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then after that, things start falling in place. Yep. You know yep, what yep. I mean? So well, the reason the reason why I asked that question, bro, is because it's like, as, as I said, the, the post we saw where they were kind of like, you rappers are playing role play with your managers mm. and shit, man. Do you, do you think like that really is what it is? Because a lot of these people who are putting their managers in their bio and it's just literally a bar owner or some cat with 200 followers that's got yeah, your yeah. own management experience. You know what I mean? Like, do you, I, I feel like, I don't really know where I'm going with that, to be honest with you, bro. <laughs> but like, I, I just want to touch on that. Like, so like with your management, do you, like, how do you, like, do you pay for them? Do they, do they take share, like, royalties out of your music? Like, yeah, what yeah. happens with that? Like, so, my manager does take a certain percentage. Yep. And that's, I suppose, in turn for everything that I benefit from a manager. So, like, initially, my manager is... I suppose in a sense until I'm doing a lot, you know, of high paid live shows or whatever, my manager is mostly doing a lot of the work, I suppose, in a sense, for like free um, because they're helping to build your yep. business, helping to build you as an artist and then in turn, you know, and create that relationship. And that's a big thing, that, you know, that sold me with, you know, my management is that, you know, his biggest thing was relationship. Well, and that was the that was the key. There was nothing else that was above that other than the fact that, you know, we need to be able to have that 
you know, relationship and be able to you know, be able to tell me if you you know you're going through something or you're feeling this way or whatever because then I know when to you know push the brakes a yep. bit. Yep. Give communication, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The next yeah. thing I was gonna say, like, are you locked in for a certain amount of time with these guys? Because if like what yeah, happens yeah. if you were to blow up tomorrow? And start making heaps of money, and then you just shaft them, and they've kind of done all that work. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's yeah, it, man. Yeah, so kind of do that work for you for free, and then no, you, you know. So what? Uh, when uh, they had, there's a, cl- I think like a clause in contracts that if you decide to part ways in the contract, I think that uh, that there is a period of over the next four years that the management is still getting a certain percent that yep. de- de- degrades each year yep. Yep. Okay. until yep. nothing. Yep. Yeah, actually, yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, yeah. Because even the only way really out of that too is if a fucking, as you were saying, is if he blew up massive um, and a la- say a label wanted him mm. and they wanted, that label wanted Yambra under that label's management, yeah. they could, that label could have the money to just pay out his management form. He's your four-year payoff mm. in one. Yeah, now he's, yeah. he belongs to our label. Yeah, that's kind of the only way you could do it. Or, or if he, if you got rich enough, you could be like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's some money I'm going to go work with someone else. You know yeah. what I mean? But I mean, right? you know, I would, I would not. I love. Yeah, my no, of course not. Just using I mean? you as an example. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I'm just yeah. clarifying now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking. Yeah. No. So what? Are you, are you able? Shout them out, bro. Who's who are you? Yeah, so who's your uh, satellite thirteen. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah. That's who I'm under. Yes, sir. And yeah, I'll be staying with them till the end. 100%, I reckon. So hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. Loyalties. That's it. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. So I want to get, bro. I want to get into the the songwriting side of things, bro. Yep. So when you're, because I, I wanted to touch on this with our, uh, actually, I won't say who yet, um, because you'll come before that. But uh, what's it called with the with songwriting, bro? For you, when you're, what's your process when you're writing music, man? Do, do you do you sit there? Do you go through beats and see what you're feeling first? Do you do the lyrics first? Or what, what what's your process and what do you look for before you start actually proceeding with the lyrics? Um, right, well, like. I honestly will almost never write unless I've found a beat. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, straight yeah, yeah. out. I will never sit there and like write a bunch of lyrics. Sometimes I write lyrics just because I'm like, oh, this could be good. But nine times out of ten, I'll never use them. Yep. You know, yep. so I'll only, and I never push myself to write. I usually like to keep two songs ahead of my last release. Yep. Uh, I only write if I find the right beat that speaks oh. to me. So, oh. you know, melodies that just jump and just formulate naturally or else, yeah, I'm not really writing or doing anything that's forced. Fucking no. So was that always the same? Even when you were like starting poetry, bro, were you able, did you ever just like sit there and be like, fuck it, I'm going to write some poetry? Or did you have to be, because as you said, it was an outlet, this, that, did you have to be feeling something to be able to go into that? Yeah, I'd have to be feeling yeah. something. Yeah. yeah so yeah. a lot of my music is based on emotions of and situations and stuff. But mm. poetry is different because I could write poetry without having to have Very a true. beat. Very true. I know a lot of big artists. I know even I know even Justin Bieber uh, as an artist to to use. Um, starts off writing. It's good to use as an, him choosing an example for you because him in the studio he starts off writing bars when he's writing his music. He writes them as bars, right, as raps. And then he starts going through the beats with his producer and starts singing, chucking little melodies over it with the lyrics he's written the bars for. You know what I mean, man? Um, yeah. It's a fun fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's right, it's right, it's right. I'll be sure to pass that on. <laughs> double it and give it to the next person. <laughs> Would you like one Justin Bieber to double it and take it off the next person? Well, what's... Uh, how does it feel to have your music played on Triple J or the radio or something when you've kind of only yeah, just... Yeah, touch uh, on that, guys. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I remember the first yeah, time. Shout out bro. to Nookie, the brother boy, for putting it on Blackout. I know, the bro um, called me Nate G. 
don't know how I feel about it, bro. <laughs> nah, he's, he's deadly. Um, put me on Triple J. is just crazy. Being able to hear myself on a national after your first single two station, bro. bro like radio your- station, just insane. Um, and just just creating those genuine relationships, and that's like one of the biggest things is not just networking, but also knowing once you've networked, or who you can have those genuine relationships with. And those are the people who are going to, you know, keep an eye on you a bit more, mm. you know, push your music a little bit more than, you know, just, you know, anyone else, yeah. you know. So, like, uh, um, AU Dollars, Maddie, like, you know, he, he got me on FBI radio, you know, Sydney, um, and just those sort of things, you know, like yeah. those little opportunities just spread, give that a little bit more um, exposure. Which is cool too, because the scene here was never like that five years ago. You know what I mean? It was mm. there was no one looking out for anyone. It was a crab, crab in the bucket situation, and it very very much still is in a lot of areas in this industry, bro. But it's a lot better. Like even even AU dollars getting you on FBI radio and 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 just people in the industry looking out for each other like that, bro. It just was non-existent back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It would have been it would have been very very interesting to see how that new R&B sound that wasn't here in Australia yet, if you, if you tried to start that back then. Because I guarantee you there still would have been the same support and stuff in terms of listeners, but I don't know if the media would have been as supportive because it just wasn't there back then, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So it would have been crazy to see how how it would have popped off instead, you know what I mean, man? Cause yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. That's well, I think there's still like a bit of gatekeeping in that going on. If, like, yeah. you see, you, you get the standard stuff of, you know, like all these... Um, editor slash published accounts, uh, publishing Instagram accounts, you know, you know, the music accounts, um, you know, you, most of their posts are getting pushed towards the artists yeah. that are getting ran bot from labels, you know what Which, I mean? So it's, you're just seeing half of that stuff, unless you're paying for it yourself yeah. for them to post you. Like half of the time, other than AU dollars, to be honest, like let's like, you know, it's my opinion anyway, other than AU dollars who does go local, who does push you know, local artists themselves on their own accord without getting, you know, money or getting paid, you it's know, like in, in, in Instagram yeah. DMs, bro. Yeah. They do it for the love of hip-hop and, and, but, and music. And the only problem there with AU Dollars being the only ones to do it is because they're the only ones to do it and artists know that, all artists try to try to get their stuff on there because they know AU Dollars are the only ones that are going to show love. But because of that fact, because AU Dollars is happy to show love and put everyone on, it doesn't... And and all love and every I love AU Dollars I love Maddie this is not a diss to them at all but the only place where it goes wrong for them a little bit in that aspect of putting every artist on is every artist gets put on so what you know yeah, what I yeah, mean yeah. bro so but and if that would be fine if there was and it will happen you know what I mean we're trying to get there when it gets to a point to where there are other media outlets out there to where they can put on artists and shit it's they're not all going to the same platform do you know what I mean a repost and shit like that from people a platform like AU Dollars and stuff is going to mean so much more two, three years from now than it does now. You yeah, know what I mean, Yeah, 100%, bro. Like, bro, like the, the way that they're doing it is just like incredible because not only are they able to stay in the loop and on top of Melbourne's music game. Australia right? in general. Well, Australia, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. Australia. Um, is, yeah. But they're able to push the local artists and still have commercialised artists yep. come through, you know, some big names and they're still like, it's still like, you know, 50-50, like it's mm. equal, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're not seeing, you know, a lot of these yep. other other places, uh, you know, Instagram accounts or whatever you'd call them. Yeah. Um, it's just all commercial artists. Yep. You know yep, what I mean? Yep, yep, like, yep. you know, you would never get on it, half of those, like, 
without being ran, uh, you know, under a label. Without that is, exactly right. That is saying, you. hey, you know, our artist, yeah, our artist has to roll out albums. Get on your shit, boy. Come on your podcast to roll out his album. This that, yeah, of course, man. It's fucking, and I could name a few. I could name a few outlets from Australia that do that right off the top of my head right now. I won't. But fuck y'all, <laughs> you know what I'm mean? on God, man. But um, yeah, nah, I I really have a lot of respect for AU Dollars though. They actually are a big inspiration on why I decided to do a podcast after yeah, stepping yep. away from music because I realized they are all that's there. You know what I mean? Um, so when I was kind of like figuring out where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, that was sort of helped a little bit make up my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I fucking wasn't sure if I wanted to do clothing, a podcast, fucking be a drummer. <laughs> Rapper pum pum type shit, bro. <laughs> Let's plug the, plug the boy over here. He's oh, as brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have some samples of that next episode, huh? Yeah. Yes, boy, sir. Yeah. Talk about. Let's hear a little bit about yeah, that, Liam. You might as well get it in. Yeah, oh, oh, me and the main boy Bowie from Scotland. Shout out Bowie. Yeah. Bowie got a um clothing brand coming soon as brothers. As brothers, yes. Yeah, so. Can't really say too much now. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Sooner rather than later. Eyes out. Keep the eyes open. Yes, sir. We're gonna have we'll have the. We'll have the link in the bio for their Instagram for this episode. We'll put the Instagram link in the bio. Yeah, yeah, fucking earth, fucking earth. Yeah, man, that shit's fucking crazy, bro. Bro, when are you gonna drop some merch or something, man? When I get bigger, bro, like you don't need to be bigger. You, merch is best. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yeah, and you know yeah, what? Like, if a brother uh, as brothers, here we yeah, go. No, bro, there'll be, there'll, be a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there'll be a crossover. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Surely, bro, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the best. It's the best to put out merch when you're coming up because it's one of the ways that's gonna give you money to reinvest in your career. Yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That's why merch is the best to do when at this stage. You know what I mean, bro? And you have, like, you're not huge, bro. You're not famous yet, but you have that supporting fan base already that will yeah, cop, yeah. will we'll cop a hoodie, will cop a hat. You know what I mean, bro? Like, yeah. and then that's money in your pocket to invest into a, a studio session or a video or or, or, or uh, promotion. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I definitely need to start getting something going soon. Yeah, bro. Um, because I have had the opportunities of, I think. The festival that I'm about to do, well, we are tomorrow. Yes, sir. Um, and the last one that I've done at City Marble, Share the Spirit on Invasion Day. Yep. Um, a lot of these festivals have, you know, given that opportunity for artists to have their merch there and yep. collect 100%. So yep. none of it's getting taxed from the, the event yep. itself. The event, yeah. You know, so th those sort of opportunities definitely need to, uh, yeah. Even even just, even just having it, man, like I, like... I got a lot of homies merch, you know what I mean? Like uh, a few of the boys are up. I've got beanies with their names on it. I've got, you know what I mean? Shirts, it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it's, I won't even, by the end of it, I won't even look at it as a merch shirt. It's just hanging up in my wardrobe as a shirt to where I chuck it on. I'm now going about my day, going to the shops, walking out in public, this, that, with the homies brand on me. You Free know promotion. what I mean, man? Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. what it is. Like you get enough people walking in that, man. Like, and I know it, it really happens in the way of you walking in the street. And how many times have you seen it? Uh, it doesn't have to be merch necessarily. How many times have you been walking in the street or, or being at the shop or somewhere in public and you see someone's drip and you're like, damn, that hoodie's fresh or those jeans are sick or something. You think in your head, you know what I mean? Yeah, it happens yeah. with merch cuz, you know? And, yeah, it's it like, and it makes you check it out and then you're like, oh shit, this motherfucker makes dope music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear yeah. me, bro? Like, yeah, man. I think merch would be a fire idea if you... Just like hats or beanies, something on brand, you know what I mean, yeah, lad? Yeah, like, yeah. Or a black hoodie or something, yeah, bro. Yeah, probably bring out some yeah. hoodies. Yeah, fucking hoodies. Hoodies in a bum bag. Yes, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bum bags. Shay. I just want to touch on uh, the, what was the Sydney Music Mobile? What was that? Shit oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's touch on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was actually a really good day. You know, so many different artists from 
everywhere, yeah. you know, like, you know, I just want to touch on that indigenous side, like the everyone from all different mobs and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. So yeah. what's, like, what's your story on that side? Um, So me, my mob's from Central Victoria, Jaja Wurrung, yeah. um, Jara people, Crow people. Um, So that's where I grew up. Uh, so Share the Spirit itself was just, you know, I suppose for me was a day to create sort of an inclusive place for mob to connect and not have share to... Share the spirit, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yep. like share that spirit, exactly, yep, yep, you know what I mean? Yep. And not, you know, have to spend Invasion Day, you know, January 26th, um, Australia Day, uh, as a, a necessarily like a day of mourning, you know, it is, but it's creating a place where, you know, positivity can yeah, be built. Yeah, 100%. You know, be around, yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. together and be around, you know, your mob and... Yeah, you know, listening to beautiful music from some incredible. Artists. Oh, Bray, it yeah. was beautiful. It, it was, was. It was such a different, wide variety of artists yeah. as well. It's yeah, yeah. Really it was a it. very, very different experience to me too. Like one being the biggest stage I've ever played on, but also being a part of such a cultural event too. Mm. Like, like knowing the way you and I perform when we're on stage, where we're a fucking rowdy bunch, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But then it was, it was cool to like. Sort of, you get you starting to get nervous backstage. This that as your your sets coming up and shit. But even as we were sitting on the sidelines watching them do the uh, the I don't know exactly what it's called the, the where they uh, they burn the leaves and stuff. Oh, the smoking ceremony, smoking ceremony, the smoking yeah. ceremony right before you, even stuff like that, bro. It's kind of like that's not something you used to kind of seeing before yeah, you jump yeah, on stage yeah. and stuff. Even that was so different and beautiful to be a part of as well. Is that something they do every year, the Share the Spirit Festival and Invasion Day? Uh, not too sure, to yeah. be honest. True, 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 true. I think it might be a different different um, name each uh, time. Each year, each year, yeah, but it's yeah. still based around Aboriginal culture so, and yeah, music. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Beautiful, bro. Fucking oath, yeah, fucking oath. Pretty crazy does event. Think, does, does any of... There's actually just curiosity. I've never asked you this. Does any of your uh, cultural and Aboriginal background, bro? Does any of that ever come out as influencing your music at all? Do you think? Not yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. But I probably will. Yeah, beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, I'll sort of just sticking more towards just yeah. My, well, I suppose my style, my sound. You I know. suppose when it's the right song, you're gonna know when to. When yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. But I think bro. yeah, it definitely has. Um, influenced my journey to music you mm. know i grew up doing traditional dances and you know i suppose being like well acquainted with rhythm and sound you know for as a, from a young age on, you know? on that did it help sort of guide that journey as well and to when to when was the right time to actually enter in it and stuff because i know you bro you're very uh what's it called you're very it, there's either like you get two yambers there's very like straight up straightforward i it, like if you fuck me around too much, I'm gonna wish death on you. This is that road. No, I'm playing, but like, but then also it's kind of like a very in touch with yourself, Yamber bro. You know what I mean? And very self aware and very in your own head a lot of times about good things and bad things. Do you think that helps your journey? Like into starting an artist and, and finally picking up the mic proper. Do you felt like? Do you feel like that is what helped you? What helped you? realize where you were meant to be and what you were meant to do yeah yeah i think um i suppose becoming a little bit more self-aware mm. um is key to anything you know like yeah. if first before you know when you're saying picking up the mic for the first time or whatnot dealing with those type of emotions or yeah. anxiety or stress etc and like you know finding ways to help you navigate that you know so things like meditating 
um, uh, gratitude journals and yeah, uh, manifesting huge, um, huge, yeah, yeah, just instrumental, yeah, into being able to become more confident. You it's know massive. what I mean? It's massive. Like it's, it's all massive. a he- it's all a head game. Bro. It like, is, man. You know and what I mean? Well, and it's huge too. Like when you say manifestation, and it, and it is a and it is a massive head game because a lot of people when they hear manifestation and hear what it is and shit. They think it's all cap because they're like they're sitting there telling themselves in the mirror for two hours, I will make a million dollars, I will make a million and it doesn't mm. come true because they don't realise that for manifestation to work it needs to come hand in hand with action. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. bro? And so that's that I guess that's where the self awareness starts to pick up as well because you're you know you wanna do you were manifesting already when you were fucking young writing poetry. You knew yeah, what was yeah, gonna yeah. happen, but then as you said, you picked up the mic and you be, started dealing with those emotions, became self aware. You know, bro, so fuck, art is crazy when you really think about it that way, man. Yeah, like, yeah. it's mental because not everyone has that moment, bro. Like, not everyone is wants to be an artist or is going to be an artist, but they everyone has that moment to where they pick up a tool, they pick up something, and they're like, this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean, yeah. bro? Like, it's fucking insane. It is, it is wild. Yeah, bro, did you have anything you want to you fucking touch on, bro? Yeah. What's, so, what's fucking... Uh, Actually, good question. I wanted to touch on you, bro. When are you gonna put out a fucking actual project, like an album or an EP? Is that coming in the near future or no? Nah. nah? What, <laughs> what's the thought process there? So if any of you guys are waiting for it, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> what's the what's the thought process there? Why didn't why don't you want to do that? Um, just want to make sure that I've got a bigger crowd. Yeah, like you know, bigger following, bigger fan base, some people who actually want to listen. I don't want to release an album or even an EP for it to fall on deaf ears. Do you think it's good to have an EP there, even if it may fall on deaf ears to begin with? Do you think it's good to have there as part of your catalogue for people to come back to once you do have that thing that makes you blow? So you've already got that catalogue to come back on? No, you don't think so? I think for me, I'd rather blow up and have the catalogue I do as minimal as it is. As singles, yeah. And then when... Yeah, if I do get that type of exposure, then then I'll drop something. Yeah, like now you now you're ready for something. Hundred percent. And I think I think it was Melbourne who said the same thing, bro. And that that dude is fucking already huge. You know what I mean? And even he's sitting there saying, "No, nah, I'm not big enough to put out a project yet." Yeah. You yeah. know what? I, I don't, what the fuck do you mean, bro? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So it's very. Yeah, I mean, you can tell you can tell you're locked on in terms of making the right fucking decisions and and quality over quantity. Yeah, that, yeah, you know what I mean, bro. Because I think you're well aware, bro. If you were to put out, if you were to do what I was telling you about that bloke from the states, he's put out like fucking thirty EPs and is making like thirty k months because it's just so much music being streamed a month. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think you're very aware. If you do that, you could do the same thing because you actually make good music. Yeah, yeah. Whether it would be the quality of music you want out there, sort of thing, you know, isn't a definite and a guarantee. Yeah, you yeah. You can't be in control when you're releasing that much music that frequently. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, bro? So it's cool. It's cool that you're in it. You can tell from that you're in it for the long game and you're gonna we're going to be watching you for a while. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Bro, well, I mean, like, I've got songs that are already, like, full songs written. I've got uh, I've got the license for them, mm. et cetera, and they'll probably never, ever get recorded yeah, or released. Yeah, I'm the same, bro. Because yeah. sometimes I just go, mm, this is not the one. Like, and you this really one may, doesn't need to be heard. A hundred percent, You know bro. what I mean? And you can't, and you have to be like that. You can't, you can't put out, everything you make mm. you know you can't do it and i that was that was one of the biggest things i was taught from the beginning of my career when i first became an artist because what i would do right is like i've got a vault you've seen it but i've got a vault sitting there with like 40 unreleased songs in it at mm. the moment but back when i first started i could never do that i what i would do is i would go record the song 
listen to it for two days and then just drop it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. On, fa- on the SoundCloud, <laughs> Facebook, whatever, then just put it out. No promotion, nothing. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean, bro? And then I'm like, why the fuck is my music not doing it? How do, why does no one know this exists? You didn't tell no cunt. You know, yeah, what, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, bro? So it was, it, yeah, it's, it's a very big factor that you, you can't be anti. And it took a lot of people around me to like, Start, you know what I mean? I had to open my ears, do a lot less talking and a lot more listening when yeah, it came yeah. to that, bro. Because it's you can't put out everything you drop because everything you, you write and everything you do isn't isn't for you. You know what I mean, bro? Isn't yeah, for yeah. your sound. Um so yeah, bro, it's it's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you sit on tracks that you've put money into as well, does that annoy you that you've wasted that money on something that you probably won't release? Or would um. you rather trial and error? I don't know because I'm sure I'll get value out out of them at yeah. some stage it's because really I'll probably either, do you still get that experience on top of it. I, I may just turn it into like an acoustic, yeah. an acoustic piece. But even, you know what I mean. So then it can go on like an acoustic EP. Yeah, yeah. But even if even if not, bro. Even if you you put the money into that license and that track and you never touch it, like it never gets never sees a lot of day. Yeah, yeah. It's still it's still not a waste in my opinion because the learning curve or it's a lear- yeah and you've yeah. gotten that experience you've gotten that recording experience mm. you've gotten some more hours in your ten thousand hours you need to put in yeah. you know what I mean bro like it's no, nothing is a waste of money in the industry you know what I mean bro it's um yeah it's a it's just a everything's a learning curve and everything is trial and error because this fucking music shit costs mad bread you know yeah what I mean? yeah just well I mean even just license for. fees you know for a web I mean. You're probably paying like sixty bucks or something, mm. and you know what's the loss in that? Yeah, you know, exactly sixty right. bucks, and then never, never making something from it. But yep. it's like trying a new food, you know, going out and trying a different cuisine, and then going, oh, yeah. I don't actually like it. Exactly, exactly. But you're you know, at least crack. you tried it. You, you know what I mean? Exactly right. That's that's why a lot a lot of the shit I used to do, bro, because of the, just the fact that rap shit costs mad bread. Is I used to with my beats. If I found a beat. Before I bought the light, before I'd buy the license, even if I'd wrote, written a track to it, before I'd buy the license, I'd go and record the track in the studio with the unlicensed version. And then if I'm like, after it's done, after a couple of days, if I'm like, okay, this is a song I'm going to put out, or this is something I'm going to do a video for, but this is definitely something I'm going to put out at some point. That's when I'll go and buy the license. You know mm. what I mean? Like when I know for sure I'm going to put it out, then I'll buy the license because it's not, it's nothing for an engineer to just delete. The, the version you've ripped yeah, and yeah, put yeah. the version on that's licensed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, no, it's nothing for them to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, bro, it's definitely ways around it. But um, I think we got about, we got about 10, yeah, we got about 10 minutes left, bro. Is there anything, anything else you wanted to touch on? Um, What's next for Yambra? What's next? Yeah, yeah, what is next for Yambra? But so more know, music videos. Yes, yes, more visuals. Yeah, yeah more, visuals. more visuals. Yeah. And do it all proper, I mean... There's a few things I need to catch up on, bro. I haven't even uploaded half my new tracks to my YouTube. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you know, I, was like, I don't care. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's, you know, I'll get to a point where I start running it properly, like more businessy, yeah. making sure everything's done and checklisted. Um, but yeah, I think just more more live shows, uh, yes, more visuals and yeah, just new and improved. Looking forward these to tracks. Yeah, we're two point Yeah, fucking oh, fucking oh. We might end it there, then, <coughs> yeah. brother. If, you, if you're all right with yeah, that, yeah, if you're not touching, yeah, fucking oh. So I just want to make sure we're not forgetting anything at all. We are, we are now. We 
Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Bro, thank you for coming in. Good to finally get an episode in with you and shit, bro. Nah, legendary, bro. Legendary episode. Um, You guys at home, thank you so much for watching again. A reminder to subscribe because if we tell y'all to do that, you'd actually do it apparently. So let's run it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, take it easy, fam. And we'll see you next episode. Peace.